It's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. I feel like there's a certain group of people out here, right? It's two groups of men out here. It's men who smash with their socks on and men who smash with their socks off. And I don't know what side of the fence you stand on here and, and what side is the right side to stand on. All I know is it's getting cold. It's cuffing season. If we gonna be smashing and you don't wanna turn your heat on, I'm keeping my socks on. That's that's just game, right? Also, you know, depending on the type of flooring or the sheets that are on the bed, you get a little bit of extra grip so you can really drive it home. You know what I'm saying? Are you- With socks? Yeah, with socks on. I would say the opposite gives you more Traction. I mean, if you got monkey feet and you can really like, but if she don't got the proper bed frame for you to like really dig your feet in, and depending, like I said, it depends on the kind of sheets that are on the bed or like what kind of carpet is on the floor. All I'm saying is, and I guess, yeah, the kind of socks, but I don't be wearing Steve Harvey dress socks either. You know, it's usually athletic socks for me. I just want to point out for the audience that Doc is assuming he's going to her house. Dispatch, why would you bring her back to your crib? I don't know. Either one. Are you gonna bring her back to your crib? Dude, Uber. You smashing in the Uber? No, I'm saying oh. call her Uber after. <laughs> and we're also talking hypotheticals here. Say like you know I yeah hypothetically because once again I'm I'm in a, a relationship right <laughs> so nobody's coming back to the crib unless you know my lady picks her out uh, but socks on or off Zig take my socks off really you take the time to take cause like for me personally for me what it is is if they don't come off when my pants like yeah, when I'm no, taking I my pants off sure you take your socks off cause like I'm not about to first that's weird what's weirder having to put the condom on or take your socks off definitely the condom <laughs> cause that's like literally <laughs> pause I feel like if the socks don't come off when you take the pants off dog then you have to be like hold on hold on wait and then you gotta do that weird thing where you hopping around the room on one leg, and well, you're that, super that, that, fucking tall too, right? That's so like, why you all, like I use like a like a hook motion, <laughs> where I when I grab it, my pants and I'm pulling them off. My thumb will catch my socks at the same okay, time. Okay, so you've perfected a technique that yes. makes sure the socks slide off with the pants, right? Like you do as much as possible with one hand, <laughs> so that way the other one is free. <laughs> have to put the condom on. Uh, <laughs> this is. Listen, the level it's of not, education. It's not, a, it's not a bad point, though. You do as much as you can with one hand, so the other hand is free. I don't feel like this is a bad a bad question, audience. I'm just saying, are you a socks on or off kind of person? Ladies, are you turned off when you notice that your gentleman is still wearing his socks? It's like how when you watch a porno, right, and the girl still has her shoes on, and I'm like, but... 
It's you like, got you got naked and then and then put the high tops back on. I'm not mad. I'm not mad you have the high tops on. This is it's a hot look, right? But I'm just saying like you had to, you had to take them off to take the pants off, right? Like <laughs> you can't you can't take your pants off and not oh or or maybe she was wearing a dress. That was right? like, that was what I was going to say. But a dress and high tops. I'm just. Maybe heels, right? Dressing heels, yeah, that's cool. I'm not opposed to like just like in it's porno. Like, sometimes the dude still like, be wearing his shoes. It's like that's the especially it's the when one it's thing. boots. It's like you're naked, but except for that, it's just like it's a little. <laughs> it's not like being a feet dude at all. It's just like that's just a little odd. Have you ever had a girl ask you to put the shoes back on? Like no. Like smash me in the boots. Like it's usually boots when I see it in pornos and stuff like that, right? It's like a guy in Tim's no. or like hard head jack. Dead boots. ass I have <laughs> What's the weirdest thing you've had somebody ask you to do in the middle of an act? Usually deciding where the act takes place. That's the weirdest. You've never had a girl be like, "Punch me in my esophagus." No, <laughs> I, I don't think I would be willing to do that. <laughs> I'm, I'm not, I'm not advocating. Like the only way I would do. Like, Wait, I, I mean, would, like if she's like, "Punch me in my esophagus," I would grab my phone, hit record, and say, "Can you say that again, but clearly?" <laughs> listen, listen, I'm not kink shaming at all. Me um, neither. I just want an alibi. <laughs> I've never, I've never had anybody ask me to uh, violate them in that kind of way possible. Um, yeah, usually it's do me in a weird place, right? Like, what is with you ladies and liking to put yourselves in situations, <laughs> right? Like, men are just like, I don't know, how about two of you, right? A girl is like, <laughs> girls are like, <laughs> women are like, I don't know, can you like, me in the mall like in the parking lot like on the on the top level though on like the hood of the car right and it's like public during, park in the yeah, middle of the day while it, people are walking their dogs yeah that's not happening. out front of tgi fridays during like why did i say it like that outside of tgi fridays during like happy hour but like at the end of happy hour so everybody's leaving <laughs> Or maybe like you do something, you know. Like, or like why my dad? Well, why? <laughs> or like while my dad's downstairs. Like awful, awful. I know we've got to stay at my parents' house for the weekend, but like, can you rail me in the bathroom that's like, right next door to their room, please? It's always been, you know, it'll remind me of high school. Middle of a party. That's, <laughs> that's, that's been a thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who has it? I feel like that's a rite of passage, right? You've never been smashed in the bathroom in the middle of a party then are you really like living <laughs> have you ever knocked a sink off a wall no i haven't no never knocked a sink off of a wall hand of god that's that's happened at a party i've been to um <laughs> and yes before you ask they were smashing the level of smashing is rising up and, and 
crashing through like the Kool-Aid man with a heart on. It's Doc. It's Ziggy. With the flood. That's right. Your favorite weekly pop culture digest bringing you our pop perspective. To put the culture in context. And make the mainstream. Make sense. Because if we don't make sense, we don't make dollars. Hello. And unless you want to see Zig and I on OnlyFans, pause, not together, but like on OnlyFans because we're broke. Um, if you don't want us to be broke enough to pull our dicks out, then donate to that Patreon at the Flood Pod on everything. And that's on everything, except for OnlyFans. You know we're going to... Yet. Yet. <laughs> Somebody's going to email the Patreon and be like, you know, if you started an OnlyFans... Pull your dicks out. I got money. I'm here to see your show, boys. <laughs> right. Um, we started out talking about smashing with we, socks we on. We didn't even get to the pop perspective to put the culture in context. Yeah, no, we said no, that we part. Did. No, we, we said did. that part. What we didn't say is we talk about the news happening around you and how it shapes the culture that defines you, right? Uh, we do do that after we're done discussing whether or not you should smash with socks on. Um, what we also need to do is tell you that this week's hit on the algorithm is... What are you, what are you nasties listening to while you smashing with your socks on? Is it over now? <laughs> okay, alright. You smashing with your socks off, right? Um... It's over now comes on uh, the playlist. Do you do you get self-conscious and feel like she did that on purpose, right? Like as a mental timer, like if this song comes on, you've been here too long. How long ago did she go, can I put on some music? I just feel like if that song comes on, you're done, right? Yeah. Like, smashing has to stop. Like, especially if it goes on for longer than, like, five seconds, it's it's like, okay, cool, Taylor. Thanks, Taylor. Um, yeah, thanks. Taylor at the Chiefs game. Is it over now? <laughs> Taylor is dominating the fucking charts, by the way. Taylor she... was the number one Halloween costume this year. Was she free? Taylor Swift to Travis Kelsey. Oh, that's cringe. Uh... Super. Mitt Romney and his wife did it. Damn, that's crazy. Yeah, Taylor is number one, two, and three. Number four is Doja Cat with Paint the Town Red. And number five is Say Don't Go, right? Uh, so, Taylor, you guys are really loving you some Taylor this November. But our, our number one pick for this week, the Flood endorsed, first first Flood endorsed first, number one first. pick for the week yeah, has got to be. Doc found some fire has got to be well i didn't find the fire in the streets is the streets is hot right now with that fucking with that benny the butcher and lil wayne feature right that big dog you talking to the big dogs right listen listen that joint don't sleep on it nope. don't sleep on it you like Rosella? well i mean I mean, do I need to say more? It's fucking Benny you're, you're the Butcher and, to the song and, and Lil we'll Wayne. Lil like, Wayne been fucking running all over features uh, this entire uh, this entire year. It feels like, dude. Uh, and then he dropped that uh, prequel to the Carter latest Six, right? Carter Six release, right? And uh, he's also got that joint tape coming out with Two Chains this weekend, or not this weekend, but he's got a joint tape with Two Chains coming out. Meek Mill and Rick Ross coming through with a Tears for Fears feature, uh, a Tears for Fears 
sample on that go to hell right oh yeah look just a little just a little snippet of that for you right we're not gonna play too much more because we don't want to get demonetized also that wasn't supposed to happen go check those tracks out do not sleep on any of that doc was talking about low lane jumping on features everywhere you also found the list of artists who were in a band and ended up becoming bigger than that band so why don't you run down this list for us I did. I did. Uh, I found a list on MSN pulled from American Songwriter, right? I feel like I've been getting quite a few articles from American Songwriter on six singers whose solo careers surpassed their band's success, right? Um, and I'm not going to front. There were only a couple of singers on here who I actually knew, but lots of them come from older bands like number one being Don Henley uh, from, from, the Eagles. from the Eagles right who found success with hits like Dirty Laundry, uh, Hearts of Matter and The Boys of Summer after he left the Eagles. Belinda Carlisle from the Go-Go's uh, who had number one hit Heaven is a Place on Heaven is a Place on Earth yeah, yeah 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 y'all know that banger and if you don't get hit right get get woke <laughs> harry styles here's uh, of you know one of the newer members on this list being harry styles of one direction uh peter gabriel and phil collins from genesis both found uh stardom after they decided to leave and pursue greener yeah. greener would you call it greener pastures right I... because there was no genesis after that yeah. right like that was the genesis of Peter Collins and Phil, or damn, Peter Collins. Phil Collins. <laughs> Fusion! I mean, How fucked up would that have been if they had left Genesis and then formed, like, a, a duo group on their own? Like, some Simon and Garfunkel if shit. If they would have just called it Fuck You Guys. <laughs> well, damn, after Genesis, it you, was... Alright, so do you know any Peter Gabriel songs? Ooh, not off the top of my head, No, though. do you know any Phil Collins songs? Uh, yes. I can see it coming. That's the only one. I'm not even gonna front. <laughs> that iconic the Tarzan 80s, that hollow eighties. Well, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, because he was all over that yeah. shit too. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, Phil Collins stepped all over that yeah. fucking Tarzan soundtrack, bro. Great fucking soundtrack. Uh, oh yeah, no, it, yeah. <laughs> That's that's what I know Phil Collins from. That song and the Tarzan soundtrack. You'll be in my I don't my even know any Genesis songs. <laughs> no. Oh my god. Yeah, Although no. I do know their nickname was Genesis News. Phil Collins ran all over the Tarzan soundtrack like Randy Newman did on the Toy Story soundtrack. Yeah. <laughs> that shit was crazy. And uh, number one was... Um, oh, uh, not number one. We had... Gwen Stefani from No Doubt, right? And, cause she ain't no hollaback girl. And the most famous of the entire list, Michael Jackson from the Jackson 5, right? Obviously, obviously, how could you not include Michael in this list? So for starters, I want to say Michael Jackson superseded the Jackson 5 to where I didn't even think about Michael Jackson. <laughs> he was like, there was a group there's a group before that. I yeah. mean, there's there's plenty of artists that I feel like have done that, right? Like Ozzy is one. Uh, you mentioned Rob Zombie right earlier off mic. Um, and I mean, Rob Zombie's band before Rob Zombie was just like Rob, Zam Rob it was Zombie's. Black Zombie. Yeah, it was, but it was still like a proto Rob Zombie band, uh, right? Like, so Ozzy and Black Sabbath 
before we go into the other ones that I listed. Ozzy and Black Sabbath is kind of like a, a unique scenario because Ozzy went off to go do like his solo stuff, but then Dio came in and Black Sabbath continued to be like super mega relevant. Yeah. But you know, Ozzy still made the yeah. Early Black Sabbath so you catalog. wouldn't yeah. So, so your Black Sabbath so Ozzy and Black Sabbath don't count because Black Sabbath continued to be relevant after Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah. Right. It's like a phase one and a phase two for Black Sabbath. Yeah. Where in Van Halen's case, it's like the good Van Halen and the bad Van Halen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Jump to the next one. So here are some ones that I thought of. Jadakiss. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, that's 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 a good one. That is a good one. Um, and that is no disrespect to Shigaluch or Styles P. No. I feel like Styles could be thrown in there too, like Peter. So this is like a Genesis kind of thing, where it's like Peter Gabriel. I feel like and Styles Phil would Collins. be like, all right, I'm, I, I did my own thing, but I'm still living in this like gangster underground. I'm do not you gonna think, do anything. Do you think Styles P would appreciate the Peter Gabriel comparison? No, <laughs> I don't think he would. No, I do not think he would appreciate the Peter Gabriel comparison. I don't think Jadakiss would appreciate the, the Phil, the Phil, Phil Collins, Collins comparison. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I I agree with that. You didn't think I would come. You didn't think I would come with that one, did you? I mean, it's the obvious, right? If, if Styles P is Peter Gabriel. No, but I mean, for for me to come up with my ten, ten, I bet you didn't think I was gonna lead off with Jadakiss. No, but I also don't think you understand why I picked Styles P to be Peter Gabriel either. Although Phil Collins starts with a P as well. Right? Uh, I did write down Rob Zombie, formerly White Zombie. Uh, this one more is just maintaining their fame uh, because their band could no longer continue, and that's Paul McCartney. Oh, fair. Yeah. Uh, same with this next one, uh, Dave Grohl and the Foo Fighters. Right. Similar, similar trajectory there. Um, Jack White from the White Stripes, who has since made like twelve bands since. After, they're all good and famous because Jack White is in them. Yeah, I was gonna say after splitting from his sister wife. His sister, his wife that they were pretending to be sister. That's why I said brother. sister wife. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Joan Jett. Oh, okay. Justin Timberlake. Mm, yeah, how could Justin Timberlake be left off that list? I feel like that is a bit wild that they left Justin off that list. Um, also, uh, Bobby Brown. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Stevie Nicks. She used to be in Fleetwood Mac. Oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 Uh, they fucking hate each other. <laughs> That's one of those where it's like, I'm much better than the band kind of things. Yeah, and I think there was romance involved, and there were definitely uh, drugs yeah, involved. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, in that case, then we can mention Lauren Hill. That's although, exactly who I was going to say next, yeah, I Lauren was, Hill. I was going to say, although the Fugees, you know, continued to, that's more of like a Black Sabbath, Ozzy Osbourne kind of thing, because the Fugees continued to be relevant after that. Uh, Glenn Danzig. Yeah. Glenn Danzig. But who wants to be in a band with that guy? That's why they tried to continue the Misfits after he left. <laughs> However, Danzig, he did have a very successful for the genre he was in solo career. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's in an episode of Aqua Teen Hunger Force. As, as an absolute dick. <laughs> Which is very on brand. He's like the metal version of Mariah Carey. Is there any way we can get the blood to flow up the wall? He's literally like, he, they make him look like the metal version of Mariah Carey. He basically is. <laughs> like, 
like, the misfits are so cartoonish with their, like, we're gonna kill everything and everyone and blood, 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 that it's, like, it's comical. How do you feel, how do you think Danzig would feel if he heard us compare him to Mariah Carey? <laughs> I, I totally feel like he'd be like, what the, f-? like. He would yeah, definitely yeah, be offended. Yeah. Because he would understand it. <laughs> Begrudgingly offended. Yeah, he would be offended because it would be like looking in the mirror. It would be like Danzig looking into a Rule 63 mirror. Damn. And if you don't know, now you know. Uh, there's Rule 34, which we won't talk about because NPR is listening. Um, but there is also Rule 63, which is what the Republicans and the GOP are worried about. Um, there, that they have seen it um, for research purposes. So, um, and Rule 63 <laughs> is Futnari. No, uh, it is the gender bend rule where you know they mash up your favorite uh, like that adventure time actual wording on rule 64 rule 63 is an internet adage which states that for every fictional character there exists an opposite gender counterpart a la adventure time yes right (laughs) where they constantly constantly played around with the genders of the characters you know to piss conservative parents throughout the country off and i have the last two who come from the same group Ice Cube and Dr. Dre. Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, I feel like just about everybody except for like DJ Ren and DJ Yellow yeah. uh, found <laughs> success afterwards. And I mean, they relevant maybe? Like, they remain relevant for I a think couple Yellow of years. Yellow went on to a porn producer job. <laughs> I, hey, success is uh, subjective. Yeah. <laughs> Success is subjective. I saw a post on IG the other day that says Slim Thug and a group of his homies got together and bought, and literally bought the block, right? And remodeled the block and uh, put up brand new housing and everything. I wanted to look a little bit more into it to see if he's doing like affordable housing remodeling in these neighborhoods and stuff like that. But I'm like, hey, look, as long as he ain't Caesar Pena in it out here, <laughs> I guess... That's a good look for Slim Thug, right? So, out of the ones that I listed, which ones do you think were omissions from the list that you read? I feel like all the ones you listed, except for maybe, like, the more obscure, like, Glenn Danzig ones, like, I'm surprised they left, whatchamacallit, Fleetwood Mac and Stevie Nicks, Stevie Nicks out. Um, yeah, Ice Cube and Dr. Dre, too, right? Like, for cultural relevancy, I feel right? like they would have... Paul McCartney and and the Foo Fighters, I feel like they would just be like, that's only because the one of them died. Also, Justin Timberlake, right? Like, how do you leave Justin Timberlake off of that list? Another snub that's got people really questioning the trajectory of pop music lately is the recent Grammy noms list dropped this week. And a lot of people are wondering, where the country music at? Because uh, listeners of the flood will know, uh, country music dominated. Wallen, you gotta respect his check. Sixteen weeks at number one, yet he is nowhere to be seen on this Grammy nom list. That's right? ridiculous. Um, that's, the, that's kind of absurd. Like we said, like country music was literally dominating the charts uh, with. Uh, fucking on an average of six of the ten top songs on the top ten billboard being country songs this year. And people already said the Grammys don't matter. That's because they don't represent their 
now they are actively doing proving that they are not yeah. relevant right like they, they are out of touch because as the writer of the article acknowledged uh jessica nicholson over at billboard acknowledged the last time country music did this was in like what 1973 was when they had more than four songs on the billboard uh 100 and country music hasn't taken home a grammy of the year award since 2010 i think she said it was either 2010 or is that a taylor swift one it might have been hold on and if it was taylor swift they're like that doesn't even count no uh in 2010 the best new artist went to the zach brown band okay they actually do kick ass yeah um like they play with dave Grohl and jack white but yeah, no, um, country music has had, like, record-breaking streams this year. Uh, it really, like, it it completely knocked hip-hop out of the top ten. Uh, we couldn't, hip-hop couldn't break in uh, outside of Doja Cat. I mean, Drake, I guess, withered, slithered his way in there towards the end of summer. But other yeah, than... <laughs> other than Doja Cat and SZA, right? Like, and, and uh... Gunna, there yeah. there was no hip hop in the top. Of course, Gunna. Fuck you, mean. It, it was Taylor and it was a Taylor and Twang kind of summer, and yet yet there's. I'm not a country fan at all, but to to deny Grammy noms to songs that had 16 weeks at number one is willful ignorance. Uh, I can tell you that. Uh, record of the year nominees so far uh, not so far are uh worship by john baptiste uh not strong enough boy genius flowers miley cyrus uh what i was made for billy eilish on my mama victoria monet which is an absolute banger by the way it should win the grammy uh that's just my biased opinion though uh vampire uh olivia rodrigo anti-hero taylor swift and kill bill SZA, right uh that was record of the year album of the year so far is looking like world of music radio john baptiste um the record boy genius by boy genius uh endless summer vacation miley cyrus uh, i didn't know lana del rey dropped a fucking album this year did you know that there's a tunnel under the ocean boulevard lana del rey the of age course of lana del rey doesn't have a single song nominated but gets nominated for album of the year right but <laughs> once again didn't even know and i'm actively out there right like looking they, they just digging through crates uh the age of pleasure janelle monet guts olivia rodrigo midnight's taylor swift and sos uh by SZA, right and i personally there i feel like it should probably go to SZA for the way that she dominated the first half of the year yeah right like she was all over them charts until taylor decided to revise all of her old hits right and that, See, all America wants is remakes. That wasn't a dig. Yeah. That wasn't a dig. I, that wasn't a dig. We understand why Taylor did it, right? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that because we respect the check. It's, it's also just convenient. Um, it, <laughs> song of the year. Uh, that okay. So that's the Lana Del Rey song, right? A and W, written by Jack Antonoff and Lana Del Rey and Sam Du. Anti-hero, written by Jack Antonoff and Taylor Swift. Butterfly, John Baptiste, and Dan Wilson. 
Dance the Night, uh, Caroline, Allen, Dua Lipa, Mark Ronson, Andrew Wyatt, Flowers, Miley Cyrus, uh, George Adelaide, Hine, and Michael Pollock, Kill Bill, Rob Bissell, Carter Lang, and Selena Rowe, uh, this is a uh, vampire, Olivia Rodrigo, and Daniel Nigro. Um, and what was I made for? Billie Eilish O'Connell and uh, Phineas O'Connell, uh, the you know brother sister, the actual brother sister duo, mm-hmm. not brother sister, uh, sister wife husband, like fucking Jack White. Anyway, well they did that just to fuck with the media. Yeah. So I give them credit for that. In the best new artist category, we have Gracie Abrams, Fred again, Ice Spice, Jelly Roll, Coco Jones. Noah Khan, Victoria Monet, and The War and Treaty. Gracie Abrams? Yeah, yes. We see you, Stacey. <laughs> we see you out here. Then it's Producer of the Year with, uh, you know, Jack Antonoff, Demille, Hip Boy, Metro Boomin, Daniel Negro. Uh, Daniel Negro? I keep wanting to say Daniel Negro. I don't know if that's how that's pronou- uh, pronounced. Uh, then it's Songwriter of the Year. Y'all can y'all can go to the Grammy website to see the rest of the categories and everything like that. But as we can see, throughout the categories that I listed, which were, what, the big four, right? Yeah. Um, big five, right? Because I got into producers. It's, it's no, no country. None whatsoever. Despite what they did to the summer how do you respond uh how do you feel about that try that in a small town i guess they did yeah. right and uh it didn't show up it didn't it didn't show up on the radar do you feel like this means that the grammy committee is out of touch i mean i almost feel like the grammy committee had political motivations in that Ah, so do you feel like it's politically motivated like to this, boycott this and ignore might country? might actually be politically motivated. It, in spite of Jason Aldean? Despite of what Morgan Wallen is doing? Richmond, Rich- north of Richmond? Where's that? Virginia? <laughs> but, like, like, that song also was living at number one for a while. I mean, yeah, and it is obviously like, calling out the elite. Like, that's been, like, like, song of the year, because yeah. that's about the songwriting, right? Right, and, I mean, I could see in a world where, you know, things were shifted back a little bit, you know, where they were in, like, the 80s. Had that song come out in, like, the 80s or, like, 1978, oh, yeah, no, that would have gotten all the Grammys, right? Yeah, like, that, that would come off, like... This guy might be the new Bob Dylan. Yeah, like, yes, yes, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's what a lot of the listening public and the, you know, streams Grammy, were saying. The Grammy people might have been thinking this time, you know, he might be the new Bob Dylan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's one of the, do you feel like it's out of touch or do you feel like it's a cultural shift based on the list, right? Because, I mean, we can't say that the list excluded white artists right like you have lana del rey and taylor swift and miley cyrus on here um and you know we've got more cultural flavor with olivia rodrigo and SZA, uh in a lot of these categories as well right and janelle monet um so what i feel like this might actually be a conscious choice by the grammy committee that they will never ever to 
publicly ignore the rising stardom of these country artists and the impact that country music is having on cultural Americana, right? Do you feel like that's a smart move for the Grammy no, committee? No, that's who's, dumb as fuck. If they want to just get money, right. then that's dumb as fuck. And if they don't just try to get money, they're going to keep saying the Grammys don't matter because the Grammys have always been about money. That's what I'm saying. The, the cultural influence of the Grammys is already waning. It's on life support as it speaks. So to kind of ignore what could have been a very clear lifeline, right, which would have been acknowledging at least the uh, impact that country music had had over the summer in some kind of fucking yeah. way seems yeah uh, extremely misguided if not ignorant and like on on its face dude like major face palm and and this is coming from somebody who doesn't even fucking really listen to country nope. music like i mean that. personally i'm gonna be glad that you know try that in a small town isn't walking away with a grammy i mean i listen with the way that country music was streaming this summer i even i even like, went honestly, and tried to listen to some of the songs it, i am genuinely surprised that Rich men north of Richmond didn't get like a song, like song. Oh, not right, or at least like a song a writing represents like, or is it songwriting? Yeah, there's Whatever a the songwriting song category. category yeah, been. I think that song deserved a nom, whether or not we like it or not, because it's it's one of the more substantial songs and, that have come and out. And once again, Morgan Wallen's been fucking sixteen weeks at number one, dude. There were there were like fucking months where it was like nothing but Morgan Wallen <laughs> and that's crazy that he's nowhere to be seen there none not at all it's really weird because songwriting is one of the claims to fame of country music like even if like no artist of the year nod that's what what like how now I will say that uh maybe the I Grammy think... is doing reparations for having Macklemore win album of the year yeah, I, now, Jelly Roll, you know, made it into the Best New Artist category, right? And he took home a bunch of awards at the CMAs the other night. So, uh, if I remember correctly, he also dropped his CMA award and shattered it. So, <laughs> that's great. Um, you know Rob Gronkowski put a dent in the Lombardi Trophy within, like, two hours of winning it? And, uh, what did we think Gronk was gonna do with a fucking historical trophy, <laughs> bro? He's like, I got, I got three of these so <laughs> no he has four it, so it's it's, has, it's fine no, if one of them has he, a dent in it he has three it makes it does he have four it makes it unique um what is brady is he does have four because brady is seven bricks holy shit speaking of unique and bringing it back um yeah the impact that country music has had on music culture this year um is quite unique and it's kind of a shame that it is being ignored by the grammy committee um and this is also once again coming from somebody who does not actively listen to country music this is someone who actively dislikes country music <laughs> and i'm saying it's 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 bad well moving on some of the other things we have to talk to you guys this week uh this actually is probably the one about trailers because there are lots of trailers we got to talk to y'all about netflix dropped both the avatar the last airbender teaser trailer uh the first of the teaser trailers 
and the teaser trailer for the new Yu Yu Hakusho series, as well as an announcement for a Terminator anime or an anime based on the Terminator series. I also finished Attack on Titan and started watching the new Ravoni Kenshin adaptation on Crunchyroll. The SGA strike has finally come to a tentative agreement and is officially over as of final voting on Tuesday, uh, which will have happened by the time this pod drops. But we will come back after this break. Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. It is time to 